You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. We are going to jump right into the show and start with the NBA. Um, So if you've been watching... Um, the NBA season so far, you know that Bradley Beal has been absolutely going crazy on the court. I think he's averaging something like 34, 35 points per game. I mean, he's just putting up career numbers for himself. Unfortunately, um, those numbers are not securing a win for the team. The Wizards have won three games so far. Um, So just dead last, not really translating points into W's It's almost like he's playing with someone who padded his stats and averaged a triple double, but couldn't win. I'm not sure though, but anyway, the question that we are grappling with is, is it time to just let Bill go? We know he's a great talent. That's not the question on the floor. But should Washington kind of just cut the losses, try to rebuild, or should they keep Bill for the long run? Uh, honestly, you know, I mean, as a fan on a, of another team, I'd love to have Bill on my team. But if I'm honest, if I'm Washington, the Wizards are playing bad enough that you can still find a franchise talent to, excuse me, you can draft, you'll be in position to draft a franchise talent to pair with Bill. Bill is not a, a franchise-altering talent. He's an elite scorer. He's a solid defender. He's great at these things. But there's some guys, their stats mean nothing. You know, so, you know, he keeps them in the game. But let's be honest, Kyrie, his rookie year, he was, you know, the games would at least be close. Bill is not even keeping games close. They're just a bad, badly run organization. So if I, if I were them, I'd keep Bill. But if I were to trade him, I would trade him to a team in which I get a lot of draft capital back and and, and some talent. True, true. I'm going to say for 34.7 34. points game, and your record is what? Listen, the Wizards historically been bad. They have, but it's got to be because of COVID right now. They have they they missed the most games, postponed games. Um, teams I've heard not even really practicing together, right? And it's for me, it's unheard that you know Westbrook doesn't make the playoff. Westbrook haven't missed a playoff. So I'm not a fan of the coach because to me he's he's he has a, a system where everybody do what they want to do. So I'm gonna say right now I'm not I, Bills hang in there, and I would like to see how the rest of this year go go for him before they make a decision. Hold on to him. The Wizards will be a fool to get rid of him right now. A fool. Um, but for Bill, an individual person, of course, I want to be out. I can't take this no more. How many points he got to score? 64? 100? He can't score 112 and still lose. So as Bill is frustrating. But you have to give it because of COVID situation. So be patient. I think things are going to turn around. And, and, and they might be heading in the right trend. Yeah, definitely sell high. Um, I think... I think um, the time is on the wall for Bill and Washington. I do think so. What, what, what I worry about, uh, I guess I think what kind of Evan was saying that um, 
Bradley Bell, Bill might equal Kevin Love in the sense that uh, Kevin Love, when he was with the Timberwolves, he was averaging 26 points, 13 rebounds. Um, and then he transitioned to a, a, a team that was competing for the finals at that level. And his stats uh, dropped, dropped drastically. Um, so, I, so I think Bill's a great piece. I feel like the time is right now for a team that is willing to give up a lot of assets for him. And I think Washington needs to consider it because they've been trying this experiment for a long time with him and it hasn't worked, but they, they, they might be able to get a lot for him in return. So I, I would do it if I was Washington. Yeah, I, I think I agree. And you guys kind of hit, hit all the points. Um, but my just bigger question is why can't nobody win with Westbrook? So we're not going to talk about that. Well, to be fair, Westbrook has, as Phil alluded to, has always been in the playoffs in the Western Conference. I mean, he he was he went to the playoffs uh, with with Houston, OKC. Even when you know things didn't pan out well, they were always in playoff contention. So, I mean, mm-hmm. to win a championship is a hard thing. Mm-hmm. To win a championship in this NBA where you have stacked squads is even harder. So I don't I, I don't know if it's much an indictment on Westbrook as it is. An indictment just on, I don't know. I don't know. It's hmm. simple. Listen, they only play, they play, I think, the least amount of games right now, right? I think things going to turn around. It's the East. They, it's the East. And, and they, they have a good team If you on paper. They have a good team on paper. Um, remember last year they were, they were uh, I think, the eighth seed or ninth seed. Literally, the roster is, is practically the same. Um, it's literally practically the same because a wall didn't play last year. So I have faith that they're going to turn or turn around because it's the East and yeah, they got three wins, but they haven't played six games. Right. So they got six games in the pocket to, 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 to use later on to catch up if they play those games. So they're three and 12 and most teams played at least 20 games, 19 to 20 games. So, they have an opportunity to get, I think they can make it to at least the 10th seed and play in. Remember, there's no eight more, just eight seeds. There's literally 10, 10, 10 games. I mean, 10th seed, and you still can make it to the playoffs. So who's ahead of them? Detroit, Miami, Toronto, Chicago, Orlando, New York, Charlotte, and the seventh seed is Cleveland. They could yeah, go on I, a hot streak. What's but up? I, will, I, think, I, think, I think we keep on saying this, and it's kind of like it should wear off a little bit that, it's the East because I feel like the East is a little bit more deeper than they've been in years, mm-hmm. especially like um, it, they're a lot more competitive than they've been in years. So it's not as sweet. Um, just make it in the eighth seed in the East like it used to be. So right, I, I agree. And and if they're five games outstanding, they're three and twelve. Um, then they'll be three and seventeen. Okay, like let's just. Let's stop having all this hope and aspiration. That's just what it is. All right. Um, Let us move on. So as you know, all-star voting has opened. And, um, you know, the all-star game is pretty much a popularity contest these days, right? It don't really matter how good you are. If you're popular, you'll probably get in. And um, I wanted to talk to the guys about who do we think will make the all-star team for the first time this season? Who has the potential? We can't say who would definitely make it, but who has the potential to make it to the all-star team? So I want the guys to throw out a name and give us their thoughts. 
So uh, I think, strangely enough, so I had another name I was going to say, but then I thought I need to give this answer. I got, I got to stay in script. Tobias Harris will make the all-star team this year. I know you was going to do that. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was going to say someone else, but I said, you know what? He'll, he'll make the all-star game. And here's why. And the reason he'll make it is he's on the team that's currently top seed in the East. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, if you ask me, I think Tobias deserves to go to the all-star game much more than Ben Simmons does this year. But my assumption is you will probably get three sixes on the All-Star team this year just because of mm-hmm. the way they're playing and the record and things of that nature. But I think Tobias Harris will probably make it. But I had another mind, another name in mind. I'll tell you who it is when someone else says it. Okay. And um, so you said three sixers probably make it. So you're thinking Embiid, Harris, and Simmons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Got it. And do you think any of them are starting? Embiid. That's, that's it. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. I'm going to say I'd like to see Bill and Zion, you know. Um, one name. Yeah, oh, I, I did kind of say one name. Bill, you said <laughs> Bill. You said Bradley Bill. Why? He's putting up ridiculous numbers. I think he is the leading scorer in the NBA um, right now. Um, and it's about entertainment factor. You want entertainment. You don't want someone who's just going to be there and sit on the roster. Remember that year Tim Duncan – you know, his final year, he he got snuck in. He just sat in the bench and waved. Nah, we want to be someone go play, contribute, and, and score. So I, I would like to see Bradley Bill. But I don't think there's an All-Star game this year. There's not an All-Star game this year. They're just selecting All-Stars, right? They're thinking about doing it in March. So yeah, my they, understanding is they're yeah. just selecting them. We don't need no super spreader event. We need to get through this thing. <laughs> it's, no, seriously. Seriously. I think I'm going to go with uh, John Morant. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> I feel like Josh Tom. He, he's been he's been balling, putting up good numbers. Uh, yeah, so yeah, not too much to be said right there. I think I think Ja deserves a nod. Yeah, nah, for sure, for sure. I mean, he's putting in work and has been um, since he was a rookie. And let me ask you before I answer: Do they just not let rookies go to the All Star games? Like I'm noticing, it's, it's rare. Okay, it's extremely rare. Yeah, yeah, LeBron because I'm man. noticing for the last few years consistently, I haven't seen a rookie in there. So, okay, who's the last one? Was it uh, was I it Tim Duncan? No, I think it was what LeBron, you call from, uh, was it Blake Griffin? Was I Blake think... Griffin really a rookie? The way people try to argue this thing, <laughs> no, I don't remember. I, I, Wait, I don't what? The question. Yeah, I don't know because remember, Blake Griffin missed his first year and then he came back. Right, like so, he had like the whole Ben Simmons rookie of the year yeah, issue yeah, yeah. type thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to say CJ McCollum, and for me, he has always been a baller. Um, I don't think anyone is going to get up here and be like, "Oh, he's he's been trash," but I think he's having a real breakout season this year. Um, he's averaging about 26 and a half points per game, five assists, about four rebounds. Um, but the numbers that I like the most, he's 44% from behind the arc and 47% from the field. I mean, all around, this dude is super solid. Um, I would love to see him selected um, for the first time, for sure. And I know this is probably a choice where you guys are like, uh... You weren't expecting it, but I think he he he's putting in work. 
Well, the first guy came to mind, so I thought one of y'all were going to say it. first guy that came to mind was Zach Levine. I just threw Tobias Harris in there just because I had to. But I mm-hmm. thought Zach Levine would be all star. I like the CJ. CJ has been snubbed too long, and he's putting yeah. work inside Damian. Um, Zach is he really been no. snubbed, though? Like, I mean, the West, the West is hard to crack the guard line up being an all-star i don't know if it's a snub you mean you got steph you got you got dame out there you had russ out there you had chris paul out there you had uh harden out there i mean west is deep with guards man it's, it's yeah. really tough to crack that lineup yeah true <laughs> i agree with that but still they're they're questionable people um who've, who've made the all-star team where who i feel that cj could have went over like for instance um Never mind. Yeah, I'm looking at last year. My ears is like, Woo. Yeah, but, you know what? I would say, and uh, Luca, he made last year, right? In his second year, I think CJ should have went over. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm gonna give that Luca. That was the second year. He made also. You see Luca numbers, man? You see? I was gonna be like, come on, man. Like that's crazy. We're not going even. We're not even going to talk about it. Some honorable mentions, of course, Zion. I think he's he's having like you know a solid year as we would expect. He he needed to lose a little bit of weight though, but that's a whole different thing. Um, but he's playing very well. Oh yeah, Jalen um, Brown too. Jalen Brown. Oh, I you know what? And I'm even throw Colin Sexton's name out there. You know, he kind of made Brooklyn look a little crazy last week but not to be afraid because the Knicks came back and smacked the Cavs the other day so just know if you mess with one New York team the other New York team (laughs) gonna come and get you all right that's just how it goes but um Colin Setson is having an amazing season he's averaging about 25 points a game he has gotten exponentially better now in his third season so I wouldn't be surprised if, if he gets a little nod yeah, All right. I'm agree with you. I'm agree with you with those. Yeah. Um. Let's go on and talk about Iman. You know, since we're talking about Brooklyn and the Nets and New York and everything, um, Shump is officially a Net now. Um, the trade, uh, not trade. The he came out of free agency, he'll be joining the Nets. And my question for the guys is what impact will this have on the team? Do you think this is good for the Nets? Do you think it's just okay? Or do we have concerns because he didn't play all season? Do we know what he might even look like? What do you guys think? I don't think it's that much of a factor, honestly. I mean, the problem is Brooklyn needs bodies. Y'all have like, y'all have like, G leaguers that are holding roster spots. So um, I was talking with uh, someone today about, about this. It's like Brooklyn is so top heavy. I mean, you, have, you have two top five players and then a top, top 15, top 20 player in Kyrie. But the problem is, you know, that bench support, the depth. And so Iman Shumper is going to be good in the sense of he, I think he provides you guys some, some solid depth, but you know um, I don't think, he moves moves the needle. To me, the, the great, greatest X factor for whatever happens with Brooklyn falls in the in the in the in the hands of the great sage, uh, Kyrie <laughs> Kyrie Irving. Great sage, that's funny. Um, that's funny. I think um, my opinion on this is it's a great move if he's the same Iman Shumpert. 
Um, he's a that's a great teammate. Um, a guy that's selfless, a guy that can hit big shots, a guy that can defend multiple positions. Uh, so if he's the same guy, then this is a great move. But if he is J.R. Smith last year in that L.A. play playoff run, if that's his equivalent, the 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 the, the former self, then it's a it's a roster spot. But think about Iggy when he came to the to, to the, uh, the he sat the whole year for Memphis and they finally got him to um, Miami. Miami. He was I mean he was okay. He he really wasn't Iggy. He was just kind of like ah, okay okay okay. That's my suspicion with Shumpert. To be determined. Yeah, yeah, to be determined. Remember when Shepard, when he came in the league, he was known for his defense. And um not so much his offense, and he built it with the Knicks. And he was a, a great addition to the Knicks, but he was way younger. Um he did help he was a contributor to the championship with the he was a contributor with the championship with um with the Cavaliers, right? And he helped out. Uh Last year he was with the um I think he was with Brooklyn last year, but because of the bubble situation bodies, um I, I think he let go. I think it's a good in the sense of defend defense. That's what they need. Someone could defend if he could still get up the uh, up and down the court and he's gonna be open. He could shoot threes, so they will get it for him. But the biggest biggest I saw, the biggest thing they nits really need to focus on is that middle. When they lost Allen, they lost they really lost a big piece. Mm-hmm. They need someone in that middle. So rumors, that's what they need, really need to focus on, getting someone off the scrap heap or someone, a, a contract who could contribute a championship center who could give him 20 minutes a game between him and Jordan. So is a it championship a championship center? That's, that's, it's impossible. It's a championship center. You can get yeah, serviceable. Get, serviceable. I'm talking about um, McGee. Um, JaVel would be a good, a good person out there. It's literally uh, Jordan and they play the same style, but Jordan, um, DeAndre Jordan and McGee, they, if they could get him, it'd be great. Drummond, um, it'll be a, a, a super plus if they could get someone like him. Mm-hmm. See him, they need a shot blocker, basically. A shot blocker yep. or, or a capella, somebody they could throw up, lob up, and dunk it. That's it. They don't need anyone pass the ball down the middle and back somebody down and put it in. They don't need that. They just need somebody who would dunk the ball, put it back in, and, 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 and pass it out. That's it. Yeah, I agree. I think, I don't know. I, I have to see what he looks like, Shump, um, when he comes on. Like, I don't know what his conditioning is like. I, I just don't know what he's going to bring. And I can't rely on, like, what he was before to be like, oh, man, this is great. Like, this is going to be a huge impact. So the jury is still out for me. Um, we'll see. And, and one more thing, I feel like, like I said last week, don't try to reinvent the wheel, man. It's like when teams do is when you follow those LeBron teams, they find those free those those old vet pieces that that's on those uh, league minimum salaries, and you bring them in, and you don't expect much for them until the playoffs come, and you yeah. say, listen, this is your final run right here. You, that's all you need. You need a bunch of G League guys right now to get you through a season. You got to rely on those three to make sure you have good playoff position, top five position. And then you had those those two or three vets that's going to give you some quality minutes in the playoffs. And yeah. If you try to go outside that formula, you might get yourself in trouble. Yeah. Nah, I agree. I think Brooklyn, the thing that concerns me with Brooklyn as I watch them play, if I were a Brooklyn fan, is the fact that their defense is like 
Swiss cheese. It's just like, man, like something. something. It's nothing. Yeah, I mean, and and I have said this on the show last week. We have no defense. Our defense is such a liability right now. And we're putting together all these wins because we can probably yeah. outshoot you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, we have the ability to score more than pretty much anyone. But trust me, that gets old. And burnout is a real thing. Like, you cannot have those three stars on the floor 45 minutes a game out shooting other teams because your defense is a liability. But look at the coaching staff. Who in the coaching staff know anything about defense? <laughs> I think Kevin might be able to come out there right now put up a, a, a cool 25. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, but listen, though, I felt like uh, I don't know if P.J. Tucker, man, I think P.J. Tucker would That's be a, good piece. That'd be a good great piece. piece for them if they could find somehow to get him. I mean, is is he trying to leave Houston, too? I saw I saw his name in reports. He wants well, out. He wants he wants a better con- well, he wants is a better contract. That's what he wants. Well, well, we can't give that to him. <laughs> Right, right, we sure right. can't give that to him. Now, <laughs> now, if if he would come down on the contract because he wants a chance to win, then you know that that would be a good piece, man. PJ Tucker, he just cracks me up. He'd be like on his knees in a squat, but he look, he gets it done on the court. Like you can't deny that. Yeah. And so much respect to him um, after playing the Lakers, like. You know, you had seven one or seven two AD. I don't know how tall he is, and PJ was holding his own. So if he can get that piece. Trust me, I'll I'll be very happy. I'll be very. I hope happy y'all don't. That. For the record, I don't. <laughs> like like Lord, I have seen what you have done for others. Then you you see Houston all over again. <laughs> no see, way. No, absolutely no. not. Absolutely. No, I'm talking about defensively, and and I'm thinking. I just see Dan Tony try to recreate Houston, bringing over. Of course, he got a mega piece in KD, but I just see it running up and down, no defense, and and playing a short guy as you know a shorter guy in the middle, small ball, and it's, it doesn't work in the playoff. Big difference is the great Sage man. We talking about <laughs> big KD? I mean, for real, these guys gonna be like I know. I, I don't think I can equate the Houston team to being similar when you have KD on the team that changes the whole dynamic of the team. So I don't know. We'll see. It's, it's like wishful thinking at this point, but we will definitely keep our listeners posted on, on any transitions. Um, Talking about transition, let us go on to the NFL. So we did a segment two weeks ago where we discussed um, Houston, we have a problem. Watson, Deshaun Watson wants out of Houston for very good reasons, right? Um, So the question for the guys today is, do you think um, Watson makes any team he is traded to a legitimate contender? Yes. I, I, I think, I think, heck no. You know what I'm saying? Like, like in a, in wait, a, what? I say heck no. I mean, he played for the Texans this year, right? Uh-huh. Was the Texans a contender? So, wait, wait. Are you saying, like, anything he goes to come as a contender? Or that's what I'm saying. Like, see, that's a different question. If you ask me, will he make any team a contender? 
then obviously it's no because he didn't make his own team a contender. <laughs> you know? So I don't I don't understand that. All right, all right, last that and that's a fair point, right? So let's narrow let's narrow it down to the worst um, conference in the NFL, the NFC NF- East. Let's just say hypothetically, he came to one of those four teams. Does he make any, all, or none of those teams contenders? All so, contenders. No, well, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The great issue with bas- football comparison to basketball is no one player can transform a team because you can't play both offense and defense. Like LeBron James, anywhere he goes, you know they're going to the, the be contenders. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, to clarify the question again, because Kevin wants to be technical, <laughs> does he turn it into a championship offense? I was just answering the question, bro. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean, championship offense makes it harder than just asking if they're contenders, though. I but mean, they Dallas, Dallas had like a, a world-beating offense, but they were terrible because they couldn't defend <laughs> anybody. Now, see, this is the thing about it. Now, this is the thing I will say. He's going to make all those teams better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, if we talk about contenders, that's a tif- that's a totally different argument. You got to look at, for instance, like we kind of touched on before, Mike McCarthy, when he was pl- when he was with Aaron Rodgers, he was a better coach being with Aaron Rodgers because how good Aaron Rodgers was. You know what I'm saying? I think uh, Deshaun Watson is an elite talent. I feel like he'll bring the caliber of your offense up. Now, but teams, you know, it's, it's, it's football, like Evan was saying. One player really, really, like Dallas would have been better if their offensive line was healthier. You know what I'm saying? If they didn't have all these injuries on the offensive line, that is that is huge. So it's like so many things have to happen right for your team to be successful. But I feel like he's a he's a step beyond all the quarterbacks in our division, which will make the team, whoever team he was on, better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 whatever. He will make any team way better. You see, that's a Philadelphia fan. They just leave room and, and, and talk about, listen, a defense, as long as you have a defense, you're guaranteed and a decent offense, a game manager, you can win a Super Bowl. True or false? Thank Dude, you. I'm correct. You just, you just so, said a good so, defense. Yeah. <laughs> NFL, East, right? <laughs> NFL East, right? And the NFL East, mm-hmm. we have teams that play, except for Dallas, play good defense. So, <laughs> like I'm saying, Watson, any team he goes to will become a contender because they have the offensive piece and they will build around him. So don't be technical. Answer the question, and the answer is yes. I'm telling you, if if Watson was available and Philadelphia pick him up, what will happen to Philadelphia? Where are they going? Are they a contender? Oh yeah, because we have. I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I, I like, are we, are we like top five, right? That's the question, right? Are we, are we comparing with the Saints, uh, the Bucks, the uh, Kansas City, like those teams, right? Is that the question? The question Absolutely is, not. would they be a contender? Yes or no? A, they contenders to me. Like those. Oh, are okay. So, so I think kind of the issue is how we're defining contenders then. Yeah. 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 Be, be, because I mean, like the teams you just mentioned, that's like the elite in the NFL as far as teams are concerned. Right. So I'm talking about contender as contending for the goal, a championship. Okay. If, okay. If, is your team going to be okay? Well, that's a different conversation. If your team going to win more games than you lose more games, that's not a contender to me. That's just that's right. a team. 
when we talk about contenders, I think of the teams that have every year a shot at winning the championship, which is the goal. And I don't think he moves the needle for any of those NFC least teams mm-hmm. as um, contenders, unless, you know, things like offensive line and Dallas is in shape and things like that. Yeah. He can block and throw the ball for himself. There's a lot of things to consider when you talk about this, this topic. If he was on Philadelphia, what would you consider him to be? Better than we were last year. We only won four games. So we might okay. win seven games, nine games. Uh, Kelvin, Kelvin, Kelvin. <laughs> I, I'd say he'd make the Eagles a contender. And here's why. Here's Thank why. You. Listen. Wait. So when you say contender, if, if you're defining it like Kelvin is. I'm defining, as Kelvin, I'm defining as Kelvin is defining contender. So, so you'll say the Eagles is sitting at the table with the Chiefs and the Bucks and the Saints. Then yes. at least they could be in a Super Bowl. I'm Come sure on, man. Bowl. Let, let, let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Okay. Carson Wentz lost a lot of games for the Eagles. It wasn't mm-hmm. like the defense played bad. The defense played good enough to win games, and Carson Wentz was like throwing the ball all over the place. He was throwing unnecessary interceptions. He was Changing throwing the ball. Plays. He, he was like getting three and outs. I'm saying. Our division was—I mean, our division was so bad. We should have beat—we should have beat the Giants twice. Should have beat the Redskins twice. We, you know, and so that's why I say, on this team last year. Now, next year we don't know. We have a new coach, new new system. So I don't know for next year. But on the team last year, Doug Peterson made Jalen Hurts look good enough to get a couple wins with Sean Watson, an elite quarterback. Yeah, he would have made those those guys serviceable on our team. So Thank I you. think that we would have been a top four seed in the NFC, the conference finals, maybe Super Bowl. Yo, y'all, yeah, like you're, you're really Super Bowl. Like, yeah, look yo. at the Bucks. Come on, think oh, about the Bucks. God. The Bucks played the NFC NFC East, and they had trouble. They beat the Giants by one point. Philadelphia by a couple. They didn't beat up anybody. Come on, that's what I'm thinking. Bucks, that's the Bucks didn't play Philly. I think they yes, play the they played the Giants, the Philly, everyone. They played the NFC East. And they the, Bucks, played... the, Bucks, the Bucks did not play the Eagles this year. I don't remember, I don't remember that. Yes, they Eagles. played so whatever team, whatever team the um NFC East plays that whole division. Not no. all the time. Not this year. I don't think that happened. Yeah. I don't think they played the Eagles this year either. But 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 Evan, we had <laughs> 13 different offensive line changes this year. You see what I'm saying? So like, I, I, no, I hear you. So yeah. you, you're you're his good point with the injuries of the offensive line, right? But Deshaun Watson, let, let's be honest, Houston Texans weren't that good even the year before that. But mm-hmm. he had them beating teams and coming back. So Deshaun, I I see Deshaun Watson as a elite, unique, special talent. All right, well, I I, 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 I your point is fair, but contender in my definition, no, I don't think he moves anybody as a contender except maybe that Cowboys team with their offensive line healthy. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, and I would cry if he ever went to the Cowboys. But but, but Kelvin, let let me ask this question as well. How bad the offensive line look? How how bad the offensive line look with Jalen Hurts in comparison to Carson Wentz? Part of the problem with the offensive line was Carson Wentz had the ball way too long. Let's just be honest here. Jalen Hurts went one and three. So, he did. He so, did. So, but, so, so let's not talk like <laughs> like he was four, three, and one. No, one what I'm three. saying is, I'm talking about how the offensive line looked. He got rid of the ball. But I'm saying Carson Wentz was like, yo, 
he was having a conversation with you on the cell phone in the, right. at the, back, the backfield. Yeah, and, I, I, I understand your point, but with that being said, we still went one and three with him in the because because it's and more, he's a rookie, right? But it's more than one position yeah. in the NFL, you know, that can drive some talent. Like even even with Patrick Mahomes, he has Kelsey and and Tyreek Hill and yeah, a yeah. great offensive system. You see yeah. what I'm saying? With a great coach, with a great mind. So it's like in the NFL, it's very hard to say. One player would change the whole the whole franchise. It's not that simple. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, but let us all agree on this. We would all fight to have Watson as our quarterbacks on our oh, teams. I'm in that room. I would fight <laughs> anybody for that to happen. So I trade Wentz in multiple first round picks. <laughs> so yeah. Right. Eagles did not play Buccaneers this year. They only played Washington and um, the Giants. Wow, Phil, we just we just fans of the team, but you know it's okay. Right. <laughs> I don't think correctly, man. Like I said, if if <laughs> like like Dion said, if Wentz was in on the Giants conference finals, Washington conference finals, Philadelphia. Wait, if Wentz. Was yeah, Wentz, I mean, I mean, Watson, Watson, Watson. Oh, I was about to. Watson. Watson. My blood pressure started going so Watson. high just now. Watson, now Wentz, who change plays and do like, run this. He's like, nah, I don't feel like it. He just kill, 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 kill. We're doing what I want. I don't care. Uh, yeah. So, the, Giants, the Giants are Super Bowl contenders with, uh, with uh, Watson? Of course. And, 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 and we have our running back? Of course. Oh, and you said AJ running back? You didn't have your running back this year, yeah, No, we did, but if we have a running back? No, Phil kills me, man. <laughs> nah, nah. Like I'll, I'll say we we make it to the playoffs this year. Like, like if if we had Watson this year, we would have made it to the playoffs. But I can't go as far as to say who, who, who else wide receivers. Golden Tate and Shepard. Yeah, going to take, and then we had another rookie. Please, but but listen, we that. lost our games, and I don't want to prove it on. We lost our games because Danny Dimes was fumbling the ball. We were in most of those games, and at the time where we needed a, a completion, uh, he fumbled the ball, and the other team receives or a win. So if we had a quarterback that could secure the ball, we, we had um. And don't forget you missed the We had major butterfingers this year. Um, right. was that who was that Tate? Yeah, Tate. Oh my oh, god, Ingram. Ingram. Oh my god, it, it was Ingram. Ingram. I'm like, yo, I blocked him out of my subconscious so far because he lost two of our games. You can't uh-huh. even blame, like, if you watch the game, you can't even blame Daniel for what happened, right? Coming out of his finger, like, don't even get me started. So that's why I'm like, if Watson was in and maybe Ingram was somewhere else maybe we make it to the playoffs i mean we we were only one game away from making it to the playoffs evan i I don't know why you coming at coming at us like that was like some far possibility why did you bring that back up we have a terrible division no right no and 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 evan i'm agreeing with you i'm accounting for the fact that we were in a bad division and those one or two games would have made the difference that I felt like Watson would have overcame. Oh, no, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Phil's comment about being contenders. Possibly. Oh, no, no, no. Like, and, and, and that's why I scaled back and be like, <laughs> we would make it to the playoffs, and that's kind of where it ends for me. 
we would have um, beat the Brooklyn I'm not going to be out here talking about we super. <laughs> like, come on, man. We're beating the Buccaneers. Oh, man. oh gosh. Okay. We, remember, they beat us by two points. Okay. 23 to 25. We're beating the Buccaneers. And then what happened? I think the Bucs would take you seriously if you had Deshaun Watson. <laughs> this is, this is kill, a good, kill, kill. This Who's is this? a good place to end the show. Kill, kill, um, kill. I hate Philadelphia. Clearly, uh, clearly, uh, people are tired, Phil, and um, they're just saying stuff at this point. So, until next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So, that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time. <laughs>